ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Hallelujah. Right by my side, you 
singing the Lord thy God originally by First Love Music from their album The Siena Collection The Siena Collection and when I say First Love Music if you are in this church you will know that that means that the song was written by our father and our prophet Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills so you know those of you who like soaking Celine Dion in the afternoon in the afternoon, you eat soakings and you soak Celine Dion. This is a better option. Beautiful. Now, you know, when I was a child, 
there was a time in my life when my father lived outside the country. And whenever it was time for him to come back, it was a major event in my life. And I remember one of the days he was coming back, I wore my Christmas clothes to the airport. And they had just painted the guardrails. And as I leaned against him, my Christmas trouser was stained. But I didn't care at all because my father was coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, tonight, after a brief absence, but for us, it's not so brief. It's never brief. For us, it's never brief. I'm glad to announce to you that your father, your pastor, my father, my pastor is in the house tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh from the fields of evangelism, I believe that he has brought something new, something fresh. A father always brings his children a gift. I believe that tonight you are about to receive something fresh and something new. If you are as excited as I am, I want you to make some noise. I want you to clap your hands and let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh, go on, come on, back in the cathedral. Make some noise tonight. again I've really missed you and it's an exciting blessing to be back in church to see all of you can you lift your hands and pray that the Lord will speak to you Speak to us, speak to us, Lord. Father, speak to me, speak to us by your spirit, Lord, through your servant, Lord. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Let your word come, oh God, like milk, let it come, like meat, let it come. Ah, in the name of Jesus, like instruction, let it come, like correction, let it come. Ah, as an encouragement, Lord, let it come, as a rebuke, Lord, let it come, as an encouragement, oh Father, we pray, let your word come to us tonight. 
Comfort, Lord, let it come. Let it come, Lord. Let your word come to us tonight, Lord. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us, Lord. I want our hearts are ready, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Father, we thank speak you. To us, we know you speak to us tonight. In these few minutes we have in your presence. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, I also bring you greetings from Suhum. beautiful amazing campaign we had there and then chebi the presidential town which is now the nicest town in ghana yes it's the nicest town in ghana perfect roads street lights in the town and if you add the mountains around chebi that is cape town Cape Town, South Africa. So, those who are looking for a chance to relocate, I think you must just move to Chebi and be there. As for me, I have a family house there already because my wife comes from there. So, I don't know where you are going to stay. I also bring you greetings from Krobo Dumasi. I think any other comment I want to make about the about the crusades will be in the short message I'm preaching. I'm just realizing it. Tonight, you know, when I was getting ready to come here, you may be seated. I realized that this year our theme the prophetic theme our prophet gave us was how you can be wise as a serpent and um, I how many of you remember is it not this year or it was last year 2021 yes and uh we fasted and prayed with it. I don't know what is ahead of us next year, 2022. But I'm believing God that the entire denomination in Accra will go and spend one week at Anakazo to pray. Yes. When the year starts towards the middle there we'll, we'll, we'll go there and that is where we'll have one just one week of intense prayer to start the year and then during the year god willing we'll be having different forms of uh, fastings 
and prayer. So I want you to prepare for that. I'll try and give the dates for it. I learned it from the Kodesh, and I think that I would like to do it myself also. They are, the entire church, they are going to my point to pray. Morning, it's not a teaching camp. It's a prayer camp. And they are praying to start the year. Because prayer is very important. Amen. And next week, we are having our Thanksgiving convention in the morning. So we are coming to church. There will be no evening service. There will be no evening service. It's going to be a morning service. All the different services are coming together in the morning of the 25th for the first day of our Thanksgiving convention. Then the following day, Sunday, all of us are coming back to church together again for day two of the Thanksgiving convention. Is it a good thing? Yeah. So, I realize that we've not spent much time teaching from this book. And I felt that I should just teach something very short from it. Because it is a book that is supposed to guide us. And the year has not ended. And the wisdom will take you also into the coming year. And the years ahead. And the rest of your life. Amen. Amen. And the wisdom was to be as wise as a serpent. And we prayed for weeks with it. But today, I want to share something short from chapter 6 of this book, which is Masters, snakes are masters of giving themselves holy. They are masters at giving themselves holy. And I want to share this wisdom with you because You see, many of us are confused. Many of us don't know what we are doing. And I'm believing God for the grace. It's not very easy, but I'm believing God for the grace to preach the same message tomorrow. Yes. There are, you see, for, for, for many of us here, the Christian life has degenerated to just coming to church and going back home. That's all. 
That's all. That's all there is. You say you are a Christian. It means you attend church. And attending church is possible because your basenta leader will bring you to church. Or your constituency overseer will organize you to church. But I want to say to everyone, and it's a short message I'm preaching. I want to say to everyone, you see, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very important message. The Christian life God called us to live was not meant to be a life of attending church and going back home once a week. There is far, 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 far more to the Christian life. In fact, the Christian life is God's answer to all the needs and problems you will have on this earth. That is why God selected you. Remember that not everybody is born again. Not everybody is born again. God chose you because Psalm 65 says, Blessed is the man whom thou chooses. So one of the things God does is to choose. And I'm so excited that he chose you. I tell you, among your classmates, among your neighbors, among your siblings, among your family members, he chose you. People are chosen all the time. All the time. Life is about choosing. Political parties choose presidential candidates. They choose people to be MCEs. They meet and select this person to be a parliamentarian. Even a lot of what they call primaries is just a sham. They have already chosen the person and they will guide the election figures to the place where they are chosen. Choosing is part of life. A man chooses a woman to marry among many girls. Choosing is part. A lady will have three guys interested in her and she will choose one. We are always choosing. You chose the shoes you wore today. You chose the shirt you wore today. Life is about choosing. And God chose you. God chose you. Oh, I want you to make your choice worth it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Like you say to a girl who has been chosen to be married, don't waste it because there are a thousand girls who would like to be in your position. Don't waste it. That's all. 
Choosing goes on all the time. You are teaching us. All the time. I mean, there's so much we are choosing. If you where I'm standing, I've chosen to stand here and not there or there. We we are chosen. We ourselves are chosen by God. We ourselves are selected by God. Now, when God selects you, there must be a very, very powerful reason why God wants to select you. And I think that one of them, the big ones, is here. It says says that we shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. And in case you are confused about what house it is, it's talking about the holy temple. That, That is, the church itself, the church, should be able to satisfy you. To be satisfied means that you don't have any appetite for anything else. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons why the snake is very wise is that the snake gives itself wholly to its prey. I mean, a snake is a tube. A snake is a long tube. A long tube. How many of you have seen a snake before? At least some of you, if you've not seen one, you dream about snakes. It's a tube. It's a tube. It's a tube. How is this tube able to kill and swallow an antelope? That is the wisdom. It gives its entire body to the antelope. It coils itself around it. And begins to tighten its grip. So when the antelope breathes in. Then it closes in. Then it's not able to breathe out. And it breathes in. Tight. Everything from the head to the tail. It doesn't leave part of, of its body out. Everything is used To kill the prey so that it can eat. It gives itself completely. And one of the problems we have in the body of Christ today is that the average Christian sitting in church has not given himself. Completely. We've not given ourselves completely. And so, you see, First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15, 
It says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. That thy profiting may appear. You must profit. to, To profit means that when you have finished calculating and all the removing your your the, the expenditure and all that, there is money left. There is something left. It means that everyone must have something in your life to show for being a Christian. Something to show. But most of us here have nothing to show. Nothing to show. Apart from attending church on Sunday and Saturday. So, 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 so this evening, I want to take you back to the wisdom of the snake. And you see, that is how snakes are everywhere. Because they eat by giving themselves wholly. Today's Christian is confused. I mean, anything and everything is found in our lives. But this evening, I'm going to ask you to choose. Yes, you have to choose. You have to choose. I will not encourage you to be living a life which doesn't profit. And the reason why your Christian life doesn't profit you is that you have given yourself to the wrong things. You see, first of all, I want to say to us that It says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. So, so that is it. To them. So, so you can give yourself wholly to some things. Is there? The word is there. Them. Can you see them? Uh, them means it's more than one. And meditate upon these things. Yes. But you cannot give yourself to a thousand things. Okay. Wow. You see, many of us are tired and spent and have no energy for the Christian life because you have given yourself to too many useless things. Okay. Too many useless things. Everyone should give himself completely to a couple of things. If you are a student, a Christian student, a born again Christian student, what do you do? You have to give yourself wholly to your academic work. That's one. And what else? 
give yourself wholly to the Christian life. Two. That's it. Is it complex? But once you begin to introduce a lot of useless things into your life, you will see that you have you, you are you are you are you are you are spent even before the game starts. You are spent. A lot of confusion in our lives is because we give ourselves to too many things. Too many things. Even as I was preaching about honoring, I mean honor and honoring and honor and so on. Paul said it. First Corinthians 4. 15. Is that it? Yes. For though you have 10,000 instructors, yet have ye not many fathers. And you see, this is also another dimension of the problems we have given ourselves to is that we, 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 have, we have given ourselves to 10,000 fathers, but you should have 10,000 instructors, not 10,000 fathers. Who is a father? A father is someone who causes you to exist, number one, and who has authority over you. And as a Christian, I'm telling you that you cannot hand over yourself to seven people to have authority over you. If you read those who are dangerous sons, you are going to learn that there are different types of fathers. Father in Christ, your spiritual father, father in the ministry, father of a denomination. Most of these fathers can all be put together into one person. Or maximum two people. That is the people who tell you, sit down or stand up. Or go, or lie down, or move. There shouldn't be too many. But many of us have given ourselves to too many fathers. And it causes confusion. It causes confusion. When I got born again, almost 40 years ago, I mean, I needed to catch my my, 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 my number of fathers down to one or two. Because as an unbeliever, I had people who told me which nightclub we were going to start the evening with, what we were going to drink, what we were going to do. I had them. So if I was now born again, having a pastor, having a shepherd, and then I've got all these guys also speaking to me. I will be confused. So what did I do? I cut off all the useless fathers. As far as being born again was concerned. And, and that is how I'm standing here.
Too many fathers. Let's forget about the fathers. Too many things you've given yourself to. Too many things you've given yourself to. Simplify your life and be great. I'm not forcing you to be here. No, I can't. You have your rights. But if you want to be here in Christ, then rearrange your life and give yourself to one, two things and move on. Always, and I'm ending now, the devil is the one who always increases your choices. Your options. God doesn't do that. God never, God never increases your options. Actually, God reduces your options. The road you are to, to walk on as a Christian is supposed to be a narrow road. Very narrow. It is the road which leads to destruction, which is a very broad and a wide road with many options. God never increases options. Actually, if you want to know it, God, God reduces your options. That's why I, I can tell you that any life you are living, where you have many choices, remember that demons have taken over your life. Any life, any life, any life, school, home, work, church, town, games, whatever, any life where you have a lot of choices, remember that I'm saying to you that evil spirits have taken over your life. Like you are in school. Tomorrow is whatever Monday or Tuesday and tomorrow you can choose to go to WAS or Kobo Girls. I don't seem to get the point I'm making. You can be in WAS or go to Wesley Girls or go to Delcam or go to Presec. No. No. You are about to be destroyed. You can't do that. To go to school and go to school well and pass well, you must have one choice, one school. I want to say this again. One of the ways, you see, I'll tell you, the life we are living now and the world we are in now it's become so evil and one of the one of the weapons the devil is using to destroy people is pride. So because of pride remember I'm telling you from today you are not likely to hear people tell you that something is wrong. It, it was happening five years ago, ten years ago. Yes. Like, like if you have me as your pastor, 
you are not likely to hear me speak my mind properly to you. Because I can, I can meet a spirit in you that I didn't anticipate. So, in the light of the, of the, of the loud silence around, you should be able to tell yourself, have your own self-diagnostic kit. Be able to diagnose yourself. That I am being destroyed because this is my wife. But I seem to have an interest in Abigail and Emilia and Jessica. You yourself, you see, once you have got three choices as to which woman, which, which girl you can be loved those or which, which woman you can sleep with, you are being destroyed. Many of you are not doing well in life because you, you have even got two fathers. Just two is not good for you. Your life will just go in circles. I don't have two fathers. Two fathers. No. I don't have two fathers. If I have two, which I don't, they must be saying the same thing. You see, let me just say something like we are, I, I'm a pastor here and you are church members. And since we are your pastors, Jacob is here. He's a father figure. He has fathered many people. I have fathered a few. Paul said it. He said, he said, I fathered you when I was in chains in prison. And we also have Bishop Dagi Ward Mills as our father. So, 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 you are at a disadvantage compared to me. I'm telling you the truth. You are at a disadvantage compared to me. I have one father. You have two fathers. You have Bishop Kobe and you have Bishop Dagwood Mills. Now, I will tell you how to successfully have two fathers. You can successfully have two fathers when they both say the same thing to you. It's called agreement. As soon as one begins to stray from a certain path, choose the higher father. As soon as I come to stand here and the things I'm teaching, I'm making some some indirect remarks, I'm saying certain things which confuse you. It's like, "Mm, what is Bishop saying? What is this? Like I've come, I'm preaching. uh, This is my church. And then... Since I gave birth to you, you are my children, and wherever I go, you must follow me. <clears throat> so, once my, my, my words do not flash, do not agree with the words of your senior father, choose the senior one. Always, always choose the higher authority. Don't go for juniors. They are useless. Don't go for juniors. 
They have nothing to offer you. Don't go for juniors. We have Jesus Christ as our father. We have God as our father. So in that case, I am also at a disadvantage as well. Because I have Jesus Christ and I have Bishop Dagwood Mills. So the same rule applies. I can have the two of them in my life in, for a thousand years. When they both say the same thing. They don't leave confusion in my mind. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So when the thing you are following is not following the senior one, it's not following the higher one, you should know that you are becoming a fool. Bishop himself will tell us to choose God, to choose Christ over him. Once I begin to that's why you must read your Bible and know what God is saying. Yes, once the pastor said, that come to me at dawn, or I want to bat you at 12 midnight, uh-huh. then, as, because as, as, as an evil man, I can say that. I can say, come to my room at 12 um, 11 45 p.m. And that's get ready for 15 minutes to get 12 noon at 12 midnight. You should be naked and I should be batting you exactly kind 12 midnight. Now, once, once that evil in me begins to show, you must, you see, that's when if you don't know what Jesus stands for, you are very hot. Can you please sit down? I want to end the message. I, as you are standing, it's difficult for me. I want to beg you, listen to me. Listen. The snake, one of the reasons why a snake has great wisdom, and snakes are still alive today. We can't find elephants. We cannot find lions. We cannot find lions. We can't find dinosaurs. The snake has a wisdom. And the wisdom is that it gives itself completely to what is in front of it. If you have to give yourself to three things, the three things must agree. Like I said, he said, meditate upon these things, plural. Now, give thyself wholly to them. So, by that alone, a Christian should be able to give himself or herself to three things. Two things. Now, the three things must agree. Like I said, you are a student. You should want to give yourself completely to the life, your life as a student. And give yourself completely to your life as a Christian. But there is a caveat there. There's a little small prince there. Student of what? 
Is it was student? Is it physics student? Is it dressmaking student? Or is armed robbery or prostitution student? Yes, you can't give yourself to 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 like I'm a student, I'm a Christian student. So I've given myself to Christ and I'm also a student. And when we ask you, what are you studying? You say, I'm studying how to be a prostitute. Student of what? You are a worker. If you work in Ecobank, give yourself. You see, I'm saying that you can give yourself wholly to three, two, three, two, three, fourteen. You can. The Bible says it. He, Paul lists a, a few things for his son Timothy, and he says, "Give yourself wholly to them." It's not give yourself wholly to it, to them. But the things you give yourself to must agree. They they must have their centrality in the word of God. You can't be a Christian worker. And when we ask you what work you are doing, you say that you are an armed robber. It does not synchronize with scripture. So many of us, over 99% of us sitting here have nothing to show for being a Christian. You have nothing. You have nothing. Because as you are here, and, and the sad part of this is that it, it, it is the sinful things we seem to even give ourselves wholly to. You are here, you are, you, you, you are a young boy, you, you have given yourself wholly to betting. You have given yourself wholly to pornography. And you are also giving yourself wholly to church work. You are, some of you are here every Saturday. You are in church all the time. But the, what else have you given yourself to? And do those things agree with your life? Paul said, the life, Galatians 2.20, the life I now live is a life. And everything you do in that life must agree with the word of God. I can, I can easily say that. I can say to you, shame on you. Shame on you. What do you have to show that you are a Christian? Apart from sitting in the church. What do you have to show that you are a Christian? Apart from sitting in the church. And by the way, this is not where we practice Christianity. Why? Why? Because Christianity is a lifestyle. And the last time I checked, you come to spend only two hours here in the church. So, so you must have your life somewhere. And there, there, are you a Christian there? Are you a Christian there? Your mind, your emotions, your money, your energy, your temperament, everything, everything. As I stand here, everything. It's in Christ. The things I read are in Christ. That's the wisdom of the snake. 
gives itself holy. And you see, it's interesting, eh? Can I tell you something wonderful? It's so true, eh? That those who can give themselves wholly to Christ are, are unable to give themselves wholly to their education, to their academic life. Mm. So you see that the likes of some of us, we had perfect scores in school. Pass distinction, medical school, pass, pass, fellowships, pass. You can't pass your exam because you don't know, you don't know how to give yourself completely to something. So you see that your problem is not just Christianity. It's also in all the good areas of your life. When you marry right now, the marriage will last only for two years. Yes. Now you watch it. The reverend suits and all the... I mean, they... Whatever they were doing... They, they gave themselves fully to it and excelled in every area. Every area. So you see that you are struggling with your Christian life the same way you are struggling with your academic life. Yes. The day you learn to give yourself concentrate and focus properly on your Christian life, you will see that even at work, you'll be promoted because you, you are, I mean, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wherever you are, because it is you, it is, it's your nature that wherever you are, you give yourself fully. I was a pastor. When I was writing my fellowship to be a consultant and a specialist, I had no time. I had no time for the hospital. Interestingly, I am the one my professors preferred to be a leader. Because it's the same principle. It's the same principle. If you can't give yourself wholly to Christ, you will not be able to give yourself wholly to your wife. I'm telling you. You propose to Ellen and propose to Grace and like Priscilla and like Ajwa. You see that you, you are not able to commit. Tonight, I pray that God will, I don't know what it is, whether it's a, it is a, it is oil you must drink or, or, or some fire we must turn on in you. I pray that tonight you will have whatever it takes to give yourself wholly to the few things you need to give yourself to. And learn, learn it, learn. Learn to eliminate useless things. Learn it. Because they don't help you. Mark 10, 29. Listen to what Peter said. 28. That's it. Peter, that's it. So we have left all. You see, when we say all, we mean in any area you must. So, so when we're having the wedding, we say, and about, uh, among the things we say about, we say, and forsaking all other brothers, give yourself wholly to him. So, in the area of marriage to 
Philip, you should forsake all. He said, we are forsaking all. We were serving some things, but we have stopped serving all those things and we are now serving you. To give yourself wholly to something, you should be able to point to things you have stopped giving yourself to. Oh, you didn't get the point of this? To give yourself. If, I'm, if I give myself wholly to my wife, that's my wife, wholly to her, I should be able to point to girls I have not, I've decided never to give myself to. Once I can point to such people, it means that you should be worried. You should be disturbed. You should be, you, you should be worried. So we sit in church. We are serving Christ. We are singing in the choir. We are serving sin. Some of us are homosexuals sitting here. We are serving sin. You are serving on worldly things. If you are going to give yourself wholly to Christian music, you must necessarily leave all. 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 You see, it is, it, it, it is, it is, it, 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 I was going to quote Latin, but it's, even the English is a problem for you. It, it is, it is, it is very important. It's very important that you, 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 you are able to talk about the things you have forsaken. If you will talk about what you have given yourself to, you sh- if, I, if I've given myself wholly to infancy, it means I'm not in Amas. I'm not in Achimota. Tonight, I think I'm done. You must pray. You don't need to answer your husband. You don't need to tell him that you have no interest in Philip again or Frank again. But you yourself should know it in your chest. That if I'm marrying Matthew, then it means that from today, if I'm part of the vows, if you are giving yourself wholly to the word of God, you should be able to point to things you have forsaken. No more pornography. No more useless chatter. No more useless discussion. No more. That is how to, 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 to concentrate means that you are, you are also moving away from something. That's my prayer. I've already given you something to take home. And it's, it's worth saying it again. That any time you find yourself having options, remember that evil spirits are entering. Like Saturday evening, you have an option whether to come here or to go there or to go there. You, I can't tell you. In fact, most of what goes on in our lives, nobody knows what is going on here. You yourself should be able to know. That's what the Bible says. That examine yourself. Examine yourself. 
So this one is worth repeating. When you find yourself, it's, it's like you can fall in love with your husband and fall in love with Uncle Felix and fall in love with Bernard and fall in love with even Sylvia also. Yes. No, no, I, I can tell you. Me, I'll watch you. I'll watch you. There are many people I'm watching. You will never hear my real mind. You must, the, 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 I mean, if it will happen, it must be a very, very, there must be compelling reasons. You yourself should know what life you are living. As for me, I have preached the word of God to you. Any day you know that you can choose between your father's house and a far country, remember that you are about to be destroyed because God narrows our options. God does not increase our options. God does not increase our options. You've got a wife and you can choose to like her or to like this one or to like this one. When you are not happy with her, you can be texting this one. No, no, know it yourself. Know it yourself. Options, options, it was the first sin. The first, the first temptation man had in the Garden of Eden was the temptation to increase the options and he fell. God gave them 10 million trees and said this one don't touch it. And Satan came and added it to become 10 million and one. That was it. Once you can choose between grace and your wife that's a problem. I pray that God will help you. Amen. Young boys and young girls, it, it's, it's, your, it's your choice to pray that God will help you to narrow your options. <laughs> so, when Jesus told the guys that these guys have left, won't you also go? Peter stood up. Where? To whom? I have no option. And look, having one option less than your sister can save you from a danger your sister can never escape. Don't seek to increase your options. Don't seek to increase your options. In the morning, your option should be just one Bible before Facebook. Once you can choose between WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Bible, the more options, the worse your life. So those who know how to work with God, they narrow themselves. They narrow their own options. I cannot! I cannot. Yes, I, I know you want to give yourself to me, but I can't touch you. 
I, I can't. <laughs> I don't I, I, I understand how you feel about me, but forget it. I cannot touch you. I will never allow you to increase my options. The number of women I can touch. You want to freely advertise yourself and add yourself to the number of women I can touch. You are wrong. God. May God help you. Tonight when you go home, list your life and look at the things you must remove. What you must remove. This life, this thing, this person, this relationship, this friendship, this life. I need to. As we are entering a new year, may God give you the ability to enter 2022 with fewer options. Look, look, look. Even if it is one less, one pen, one ekome, go to save you. I know how the world claps for those with many options. Your mother gives birth to you and you can damn her and take Auntie Cecilia as your mother. Wow. And there are people clapping for you. People encouraging you. Wow. Wow. A pastor trains you how to be a pastor. But for that person, you would have easily been dead with HIV. Or a useless person walking about. You can choose between that pastor now and another person or nothing at all. Because nothing is also an option. You may not walk away from him and go to chase another pastor. You walk away from him, you are in your room. That Zero is a number. May God help you to lower your, your, your options. Yes. Always look at your life. How many girls am I choosing from? How many girls can I sleep with? How many types of movies? There should be some types of movies you say, no, I will not watch this type of movie. I will not have this type of conversation. We can talk about this, 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 this. But this one, we can't talk about it. We are going too far. It's one topic too far. As I'm talking, some of you know the people you must remove from your life. The rubbish you have added to your life. And so you can hear from here, hear from here, hear from here, whatever it is. And you see that your life is, is just is, is at one place. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting. Stand to your feet. Hmm. Hmm. 
I'm offended. But I have no choice. My husband has annoyed me, but I have no choice. My wife, I'm bored with her, but I have no choice. No, 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 no. I will never have Nancy as part of the options. That we can be as I, I'm lying in bed with my wife. I'm not talking to her, and I'm chatting with Nancy freely up and down. Can you lift your hands and pray for yourself? Pray for yourself. And your listen, please put your hands down. If you think you will not be tempted, then you don't understand life. You will be tempted to increase your number of options. Yeah. You'll be tempted in any, any and every area. Your temptation, Satan. Today, I've unveiled one of Satan's tricks here, which hasn't been advertised. One of Satan's major works is to increase your options by even one more option one more if you have one more thing you can do apart from coming to church on Saturday that's it you are going but Peter he said I don't have any option (laughs) I have no option the pastor doesn't preach well but it's my church I'll say that I don't have a choice between my pastor and lakeside can you lift your two hands and pray? Pray for yourself. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help Joseph said, no! No, no, no. I will not add you to my options. I will not add you. I will not. No, I know you are naked. I can see your body. I mean, I'm getting feelings, but I will never touch you. I will not add you to my problems. I will not add you to my options. Come lift your hands and pray. The next time you go to that pornography website, remember that you have increased your options by one. Help us, Lord. To reduce our options, to reduce yeah. our options, Lord. Ah, that we don't have too many options, Lord. Matadi anelakaba, rinda liyabalo, lebani anama, masita, remani makazaya ndelebe, makaya ndalaba. Help us, Lord, to delete all the other options, Lord. Ah, all the other friends, all the other places that we attend, all the other places that we visit, all the other people, all the other contacts on our phones, the things that we give our time to, the things that we. Give you have our your beloved every day, Emilia. Every day, Emilia. No. No, no, no. Satan, I will not allow you. I will not allow you. Satan will not allow you. We will not allow you from today. From today, stop. Father, I thank you for this beautiful time. Thank you, Jesus. Let's walk now, Bishop Kobe, to close us. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here tonight, you want to say, Pastor, I've never said a prayer to receive Jesus Christ. You want to say a prayer to become born again. The Bible says that every man is appointed unto every man once to die and after death judgment. Pastor, if I were to die tonight, I don't know where I will go. I'm tired of living the life that I'm living. If you are here like that tonight, I want you to lift up 
your hand. And I'll pray with you tonight to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Pastor, I want to become born again. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand high above your head. I want to pray with you tonight and you will receive Jesus Christ. I want to reduce my options. I want to take away some options in my life. And I want to focus on Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are standing. Wherever you are standing, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand wherever you are standing. And I will pray with you tonight to receive Jesus. Father, tonight we bless you. We are grateful for your word in our lives. Oh, the wisdom of taking away options, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Give us grace, Lord. We thank you for the wisdom of your word, oh Lord. In Jesus' name we pray tonight. And everybody shall say, Amen. Take your communion tonight quickly. You know, one of the things about Christ was that he removed his options early. Yes. Because Satan gave him options in the wilderness and he rejected those options. We saw that he was tempted to explore options when he prayed about where he was going about the cross. But he turned his back on those options. Tonight, as you eat this bread, you are receiving grace. You are receiving strength to cut out options in your life that shouldn't be there. As you eat this bread, you are also receiving wisdom. Because some of us don't know that we are walking with evil options. As you eat this bread, you are receiving wisdom to know which options to remove and grace and strength to remove those options lift it up say the body of Jesus Christ, the body of Jesus Christ. As, I eat this bread, as I eat this bread I receive grace, I receive grace to, limit options, to limit options to remove ungodly options, remove ungodly options. The, body of Jesus Christ. the body of Jesus Christ eat it Tonight, the blood of Jesus Christ is washing away mistakes we have made because of options we have introduced in our lives. As you drink this blood, may every mistake you have made because of ungodly options may be erased in the name of Jesus. May every mistake you have made because of options you have introduced in your life may be erased in Jesus' name. Say the blood of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands, let's pray. Father, we are grateful for your body and your blood. Thank you for the privilege of fellowship with the body and the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. We bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Clap your hands for the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. And clap your hands for the gift of God in our midst. Yeah, what a message. What a message. Very, very, very deep message. Oh, yes. Wow.
<laughs> wow. Oh yeah. I'm I'm amazed. Bishop, thank you very much. What wisdom. What a blessing. What a blessing. You may be seated. I pray that your life will change because of a word like this. Because of a word like this.